Again, it's been recording for 11 seconds, longer than we've been on the phone. Weird. Well, I was already here. All sorts of time anomalies. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, It's been a while. (laughs) It's been weeks. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, You had to, uh, you and the other one had to do uh, Father's Day, but... uh, but uh, I hate my parents and uh, yes. or my dad anyway, and uh, and uh, uh, all my illegitimate children. I'm trying to uh, avoid. So Father's yeah, Day isn't I, much of a. I love how you sent it on Father's me. Day. Like we weren't gonna like say, <laughs> no, you're not my father, or something, or you know, we have fathers to celebrate. No, you made us feel bad. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. We can't spend time with you tonight. Sorry. I mean, look, it's Father's Day. It, you know, you celebrate for like 15 minutes and then <laughs> get on with your get on with your day because that's what that's what dudes want. We want to be left alone. Just leave leave your parent, your your fathers alone. That's what they want. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know other people. All I know is myself. But uh, okay. But anyway, did you have a good time? We did. Had a good, had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. We have actually tried to record, like, but our schedules have been wildly divergent. Yeah. yeah. And we've lost Matt again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he. I don't know where he went. I don't where either. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh well. What What do you got on? Do you have anything on your list? Do you got a list? Or I no? do. I do have a list. Oh, that's exciting. Um, it's wildly incoherent. So. Oh. Um, okay. Great. I you guess know. I should say. Wait, let me. I used to do this, and I don't anymore. But I think I, I kind of have to because they changed the numbering system on the podcast. So I have. I should say what number we're on. What if, do you mean? Uh, what do you mean by they? Who's they? Uh, let's see. We publish at uh, Podomatic. Yeah, Podomatic. Right. And they used to just go by the number, but now it like gives you seasons. I think it's because I I to iPhone gives you seasons, and so uh. So now every year they start with a new season, and okay. so yeah, it's kind of dumb. We're in season two because I just don't want to fix it. But but are it's, anyways, see, are we in season two because you deleted like season one through so. eight? So yeah. Because I've been on this podcast yeah. for seven years, and I'm oh, pretty wow. sure it existed like three years before that. That is crazy. I can't believe it's been that long. So That's like, this is I mean, definitely not season two. 
Yeah, given given how often we record, that's you've been on at least <laughs> ten shows. <laughs> Are we doing like the British television style seasons, where it's like six episodes as a season? Is that maybe? is that what they do? Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, it's 464. 464. I think we're never going to get out of the 400s when we record like every other month. No. It feels like we've been no, in the no, 400s no. forever. Well, you know, what I do is I keep forgetting that we're in the 400s, and every now and then I'll put like, it's number 354. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, whatever. So uh, I like the title of the last one. You made me laugh when you said uh, Taylor, what's her face? Lorenz was yas queening herself. (laughs) I've never heard that phrase before. That's really good. She's number one on my list. It's been like three weeks since we've recorded, and she's number yeah. one on my list because she, she can't still be on your list. She, she is still. Yes, she, she what does. does she do now? She oh, has. Okay, two things. Best. First of all, I just want to share the good news that she's been demoted. <laughs> well, oh, or at yeah, least yeah, she's yeah. been given a minder. She was moved over to the tech portion of Washington Post, and now there's an editor who's going to look at all of her asinine, inane articles to make sure she hasn't defamed somebody (laughs) or lied. Um, Basically. So that was the big Taylor news. But the best part is, I don't know if you saw this exchange the other day when Matt Iglesias um, posted that he had COVID. That's. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. But he posted about how he got COVID for father's day. And that that basically he made your joke that this was like the best Father's Day because it meant he got left alone. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So then he ended his thread by saying he was going to be blaming all misspellings or screw ups on long COVID. And then he got COVID shamed by Taylor Uh, Lorenz for daring to make a joke as just like a little throwaway joke. It wasn't anything. And then got into like, a back and forth with people on what was it she called it lateral oh somebody else is gonna remember and then send it to us but she started talking about um how you're not allowed to be criticizing people that have disabilities even if you share the same disability anyway it went Mm. down into um flaming fire and i did notice that maddie glazes did not respond to her and i think maybe that is the way to handle a taylor lorenz because all she wants is attention (laughs) but she got ratioed for that and that friends is your taylor lorenz update it's a it's an update every three weeks it's not not really it's just you know Anyway. That's pretty great. Um, yeah, I'm surprised that she didn't have uh, an editor before. I mean, she's. Uh, I don't think just... she did have an editor before, mm-hmm. but I don't think that they were maybe fact checking her. Yeah. At... Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So I think this is like next level. <laughs> right. She did throw her previous editor under the bus as well. And then that person who was her editor had apparently had just been approved for a promotion. And after um, that whole thing with Taylor, that promotion was rescinded and that mm. pissed off a lot of people. Yeah. So I think, I think uh, this is, um, this has taken up so much time because, because of the people, I think because people in your generation and, uh, and also my generation, which is 10 years younger, but um, 
It's that, the same that, generation, oh, sir. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm doing uh, I'm doing to you what Michael Scott did on The Office to uh, to that lady who he kept <laughs> pretending was older than him, but she's like, I went to high school with you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Anyway, um, I think it's because we see on Twitter and in other places so many times when young people do things in their job that we would never do, right? Yeah. We're just like, are you insane? Yeah. And then we finally see somebody get their comeuppance in yes! the Somnes, and it makes us super happy. I think. It <laughs> does. Just... In fact, I'm noticing that now because I wrote <laughs> several things down about that. Did you read that article from The Intercept um, entitled Elephant in the Zoom? That was mm, all about oh. meltdowns within progressive oh, was, advocacy groups. It was Ryan Grimm, right? Is that the yes, one? it was yeah. Ryan. Grimm. Was Ryan uh, I didn't, I didn't read. I should have, but I think I skimmed it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it, it kind of goes back to that. Whereas in our generation, we're looking on in horror, and it kind of goes into the different ways that um, basically your generation determines how you enter the workplace and what you think about your position there. <laughs> Yeah, your your expectations, right? Yes, it's yeah. kind of crazy. It's all turned on its head. And we've talked about this before, how it seems like um, companies are basically just bending to this small portion that are the most yeah. aggrieved. Yeah, and that yeah. that is very and upsetting to the rest of us. Yeah, right. We're like, we didn't, we had to go through all this crap. You should have to go through it, too. <laughs> there is a little bit of that, right? There is a little bit of that. Um, but but, but also I also, like, yeah. Really? Right. I, I think it's all, it's just all a big social pendulum, you know, um, just with the, like, just as it was with the my, uh, Me Too thing, you know, there right. were absolutely abuses of uh, powerful men taking advantage of, uh, you know, women in that, that worked for them. Or, right in the same you know company and uh and that had to stop that was bad um but then there were also abuses going the other way and the people on the left who are pushing this stuff they just don't want to acknowledge that that's even possible right. you know it's the same thing with racism with a stupid idea that you can't be racist against white people like it's just right. insane right but uh but yeah in this case we all know how, you know, apart from sexism or whatever, that bosses have have been able to abuse their underlings. And again, like it's it's pendulum. We go back and forth right. that, that we pass some laws that protect employees. But then we also I think we generally allow for a more free, um, you know, market kind of uh, for bosses to get rid of employees because that right. makes it more efficient. And that generally brings prices down. It's that kind of system that we have. But this stuff is just crazy. And I think I think it just swung really fast because extremely that generation. Fast. Yeah, extremely <laughs> fast and really far. And it's because of a few very small examples where someone was able to take advantage of social media in order to get yes. back at their boss. And it absolutely screwed over, you know, some franchise or some uh, chain or some, you know, small uh, mom and pop shop. And so all all of businesses terrified that it's yes. going to happen to them. And it just takes a few people to push back and just be like, oh, That's wait a minute. We can, yes. Yeah, we can actually fire you. Like, this is not. <laughs> which is what Elon Musk did this week. Because, oh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Which is, I think, why, I mean, and again, we have to reiterate, Elon Musk is not a conservative. Oh, no, not You know, so it's like, because he's speaking out for people that he might not agree with, um, he's getting labeled 
yeah. as, you know, this this kind of hero of the conservative movement. People are attracted to the idea of somebody going against the flow and saying, no, stop, that's dumb. And so somebody yeah. had been organizing within his company at Tesla, one of his companies, and was tr- was basically calling out Elon Musk for his tweeting and saying that, you know, he needed to stop doing it and sending around documents trying to pressure other people to sign it, and they fired this person. Yeah. And it was kind of like the same thing as the Felicia Sonmez thing, where it's kind of like, <laughs> finally, it seems like nobody um, understands. Maybe it's just this idea of hierarchy. There's no... Yeah. I think There's no is. hierarchy yeah. at all. Think, and yeah. words, all this safetyism, your words make me feel unsafe, right. has started to be used as such a weapon within right. the workforce right. that it's frightening. Yeah. And again, you know, I do think that there should be some space for that, that, um, you know, I think not not legally, but I think just in terms of uh, of people being civil to each other, you know, like if someone's. If one of your friends tells you, hey, you know, like I'm uncomfortable with that word. Could you right. stop you? Whatever it might be, you know, you should have a relationship where you figure out if that person is being unreasonable or not. And right. if you say, I'm going to use it anyway, maybe you can still be friends, you know, right. <laughs> or or you say, OK, that's not that's not a terrible request. I'll do it, you know, but it's elevated to the point of like, you know, cancellation and people wanting to put it into law, you know, that, that just gets insane. You know, I do think that, that people forget that there's this social and civil space where we can figure things out on our own. It doesn't all have to go to, you know, uh, a viral moment on social media and it doesn't all have to be figured out by the Supreme court. Like they, I, I think on both sides, we've, we, you know, some people forget that we really, the founders really intended us to figure things out on our own. And we were, we're you know, the, the federal government is not supposed to step in on every single thing. Right. Um, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, it really felt like everybody's, everybody our age anyway stood up and applauded Elon Musk. Yes. When he did that. It was like, Definitely. oh, finally. Someone. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not saying that there, you shouldn't be able to work in a civil environment. Yeah. Where- yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But if someone refuses to agree with your political beliefs, that doesn't make you unsafe. We've got right. we have dumbed it all down to the point where if I don't affirm what you believe, yeah. no matter how insane I believe it to be, then that is violence to you. Yeah. And yeah. there there is no middle ground there. You either agree with them or you are a violent defender in their eyes. And they think death upon you and your family are the only just action. (laughs) I might be a little bit, but. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's not, uh, you know, it has, it has gotten to that extreme because they say words can be so violent as if you were, you know, wishing death and violence on somebody. It's like, gosh, man, I just, you know, I just made a joke at the expense of gays. It's not that big a deal. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um anyway let's move on so uh so yeah that was fun um unless you have anything more i have on- nothing more on taylor or okay. i got a great i got a great story for you okay um, and okay so so i was reminded of a of uh you know how you have little phrases and stuff that that you conjure up when you're like with friends and whatever and it becomes like a little in joke with you with yeah you. so i was reminded of a joke of a, of a little in joke that I had with a couple of friends of mine from, uh, from way back when I was in my twenties. And it, it 
all of a sudden I realized, wow, I've always just been like a little off, you know, that whole <laughs> with the with the Pope yes, like like thinking <laughs> was Pope yes. So here's another example because Pope yes, like that was a decade long thing. Like that was that started when and I was you have ruined Popeyes for everybody. Absolutely, absolutely good. Podcast. I'm glad. I'm glad. Totally that's my, that's my only joy in life. Uh, but uh, but that started when I was like ten. You know, I saw a commercial on TV. I was like. Pope, yes. What the? No, it wasn't a commercial on TV. I uh, driving around in Southern California. I saw this place because if I'd seen the commercial, I would have known what how to say it. But wh- I saw the place and I looked at it, and because of the way the the letters are framed, I thought the place was called Pope, yes. And I always thought, what a weird name for a business. Yes, <laughs> must be Catholics serving up some fried chicken. <laughs> Chicken. Very, very positive Catholics <laughs> affirming their fried chicken uh, cuisine. So anyway, whatever. And then, you know, like a decade later, and this is not a joke, like a decade later, I saw a commercial or somebody said, uh, you know, oh, I like that that Popeye's chicken. And it, it like a light bulb turned on. I couldn't believe it. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I've been saying Popeye's in my mind all these years. Anyway, so uh so to prove that I didn't make that up and that I am I am that dumb, I uh, I have another one for you. So okay. so when I was in when I was in college, uh, uh, I went to uh, Carl's Jr. with a bunch of my uh, buddies, and uh, um, I always when I get a burger, I get everything. I don't I'm not very picky. I just get everything that they can stick in it, and I love it. Right, um, but except almonds because they make me choke. But uh, <laughs> So so I just got hamburger. I don't have any special limitations or blah, blah, blah. I'm not very picky. But my friend is. And so they gave us our uh, our, our little uh, plastic plate of food, and we went, and we went to eat. And I saw a sticker on the, on his pa- on the package of his hamburger, and I said, what the hell is that? What does that mean? That doesn't make any sense. He said, what? I said, look at that. It says, no, we know on. Why does it say no, we know on? What the hell does no, that mean? No, we know. So, so, so picture it in your head. Is it no onion? <laughs> it was no onion. <laughs> but it was upside down. No, so, so I remember exactly. <laughs> All right, look, it makes sense. Listen, listen stop laughing. So now picture it in your mind. Uh, it's it's okay. So picture the letters no onion. It was no on the top and onion on the bottom. Stop laughing. Damn. So it's no on the top, onion on the bottom, and uh, but if you flip it upside down, and here's the problem. The problem was the font that they used because the font oh, that they the used. Font's was, I know. I. It's always the font's problem. It's always the font. Pope, yes, it was the font. Yes. My, my, my brain is naturally like like design-oriented. So because the font was such that you could read the letters upside down and they would still look like they were right side up, it messed with my mind. And so I thought – I didn't think automatically, oh, it's upside down. My mind just read it the way it was. And if you read No Onion upside down, it's no we know – on. <laughs> I was like, what the hell does that mean? Why did you get a no we know on and I don't get a no we know on? 
<laughs> do you have to pay extra for Noe Noah? I don't know. There's Noe Noah. There's Pope, yes. <laughs> one's very negative, one's very positive. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. Did your friend feel sorry for you? Still feel sorry for me, but they laughed at me, and then I realized, oh, it's upside down. And so that became a thing that we would yell at each other, Noe Noah! <laughs> <laughs> but not Pope Yes. They didn't yell Pope Yes to you. Uh-oh. No. No, I think at that time I hadn't figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> you still thought it was Pope Yes. I still thought it was Pope Yes. And the shame, the in- the shame that I internalized thinking, this can't be what that means, but I'm not going to say it out loud. And I'm not going to be the idiot who says it out loud, and then people are going to laugh at him. I'm going to hold on for a decade and then find out and how then to actually figure it out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was a good plan. And it worked out. It worked out great. It worked out so that you could share it in season two of your podcast, which is really season 10. It's, yeah, 12. Uh, yeah, 10. Yeah, probably. 10. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, have a, let's see. I have a few things to report here. The last two or three weeks, I, I have not followed around any black people and scared them. Thank you. Yeah. All right. A couple <laughs> of people did, <laughs> did comment on that story. They did? Yes, they did on Twitter. And oh. in our, our DMs, at least. I know at least one of the Papillons listened to the oh, podcast. Okay. Because yeah, I don't think they do. Because they talk about things that we talk about. And I'm like, uh, do you guys not remember that we talked about this? That's right. <laughs> I don't know why they... So are you, still, are you still walking through the, through the antique oh, place? So here's the deal. No, I'm not. And the reason because is because you chased around those people. You were yeah, banned. Yeah, I'm scared of them and I'm scared of what they might do to me. No, it's so hot that I don't I don't want to go out and walk anymore. Like it's you were it's walking like, it's like it's, two hours a day and now yeah, nothing. Okay. Now nothing. Yeah, I'll show you my, my walk uh, app. It's horrible. Like it's has average of ten thousand steps for a while and then now like two thousand. Like it's horrible. Wow. It is unbelievably hot. It is very, very hot. You would probably not survive that walk. Yeah, I have gone out for a walk, but I try to go early, and it's like 84. And by the time I get back, it's like 95, and it is rough. It is rough. And then right now, it's 100, so I'm definitely not... Not doing that if I don't. So you have haven't to. scared any any couples lately. That's excellent. That's yeah, good, yeah, very good. Good update. Uh, I have choked on a few almonds, but I'm not gonna talk about. Oh, that. can we talk about the fact that I've made fun of you so much about choking on nuts that I am now getting ads on Facebook selling me. Oh yeah. De choker. Did you know there was a such thing as a de choker? Not. I no. did not. But I think that we should maybe crowdfund some funds for you to get one. Nah, you think, think maybe? No? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. you, you've yeah. choked on the same thing, like, mm-hmm. weekly for, like, two years. Yeah. Anyway, all right, I got another story for you. So, <laughs> uh, this was, uh, this is not quite funny, it was just, like, making a point about something, but uh, I was, so I was, uh, this was a while ago, I was invited to the birthday party of uh, of a small child, it was a child of a friend of mine, and uh, went over, hung out, and uh, there was a you bunch of You didn't do there. anything creepy, did you? Um, not that I know, I mean, okay. look, I do these things that I don't notice them until... Okay, all right. So I, I'll, okay, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. You ask her, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Let's. I de- so I did I give her a birthday card, and the kid is very young, she's like five years old, and on the card I wrote... 
you're a cool kid. But I did it ironically, not like that's something that she would recognize. And when she saw that, she laughed. So, so that was good. Because <laughs> who writes you're a cool kid? Nobody writes that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's like no way, no on. But, that's uh, like but, no way, no on it is. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a there was like an an uh, uh, what's that generation we make fun of all the time? Um, Gen boomers, not oh, boomers. boomers. Oh, the other direction. Okay. Yeah, the other one, the other one. So there was a boomer there, and uh, nice guy. I've known him for a while, and uh, we were just chatting, and uh, he he told me the story that made no sense, but I didn't correct him at the time because I just you know I was at a party trying to be nice, but but I I I, I was like that, that makes no sense. This is what he said. He said the. Uh, uh, well, first of all, you know, they launched in the whole COVID uh, skepticism thing, and I was just like uh, rolling my eyes, eating birthday cake, trying to ignore it. But then, so so as evidence of his skepticism, he said, he's like, you know, you just can't trust these doctors. He said, uh, he's like, I, I was going to the doctor, and uh, and they prescribed to me a bunch of medicines because I had all these problems. And, you know, he's older. He's, he's, he's that generation. <clears throat> and he said, you know what I did? He's like, I just started exercising and uh, lost some weight, and a lot of those problems went away. I didn't have to take that dumb medication. So why were they prescribing it? So because you, you wouldn't exercise. exercise. <laughs> I was I, like, are you, are you having serious right now? I, got, I'm, I guarantee you there's not a doctor out there who is like, you know, you can exercise and lose weight, but I would prefer that you take these pills instead. Isn't that what they told Matt when he got the um, a, a touch of the sugar? <laughs> a touch of the sugar. <laughs> you need to exercise, then you don't have to take the medicine. Yeah. I think they I think they give you medicine because they're sick and tired of telling people to exercise and they don't having do it. So So I just sat there and I like, all right, I'm just gonna I'm Some just things gonna. are not worth fighting over, especially no. on a five year old's birthday with the boomer. Yeah, you know, after turning fifty five I realized uh, I have uh, I have really um spurned a lot of friendships because I had to fight to the death every single time I disagreed. It's just about not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh, now that I'm 65, I have uh, realized that uh, I don't be really. be 85 by the end I of this podcast. I don't have to be Mexican. I can pretend to be white and not argue over <laughs> constantly at parties and at. Uh, against Are you saying parties. it's a cultural thing? Uh, there's a little saying? bit of a thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, we la- have you ever seen that movie? Um, uh, which one is it? This is. Oh, Stand and Deliver. Is oh yes, yes, I've seen yeah, that uh, one. Math, the math movie. Yes, of course it's, you've seen that. Of course, it was probably your favorite movie in 1987. No, it was. I've said this before. It was l- l- my least favorite movie, and I'll tell you why. When I first saw it, of, of course, I was like tearing up, and you know, the ending is very emotional, and it's so so good. But uh, but no, here's the problem. I was uh, I was pretty good at math, and uh, I was in all the the advanced you know math courses. And I in in where I lived, I was the only Mexican in the advanced math courses. And so all of the white teachers looked at me like I'm gonna save him. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd always show this uh, this movie, and I always felt like I was uh, like I was you know put it under a spotlight like they were all like, thinking of you when they were yeah like i'm gonna be your white savior and i'm like all right calm down people i can i can do math on my own it's fine it's okay. <laughs> but uh 
but no, 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 I had I had fantastic teachers. They were awesome. But uh, I, every single year that I went to uh, school, I saw that damn movie because they were all because they were inspired by it, and that's right. that's wonderful. That's a that's what's great about that movie. But anyway, there's this fantastic scene. I don't know why it's in that movie. I think it was like an editing mistake because it makes no sense. But so here's what happens. The, there's a cholo, there's like a gang member guy who's a part, who's a student and uh, in the whole calculus class. And it's played by um, Lou Diamond Phillips. That's right. Who yeah. isn't Mexican, by the way. He's like half Filipino and some other thing. He's not even Mexican. Do you mean he's what? culturally ambiguous like some <laughs> podcast host? I'm not. What are you talking about? Oh, like you. Yeah, yeah. He actually is like you. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were excusing me. No. But uh but anyway. Uh so so uh there's a great scene where he's hanging out with his uh with his cholo friends and um <clears throat> with one of his cholo friends and there's they're in this old school uh car and he flips off this cop and the cop like pulls him over and he pushes him against the car and gives him a warning and gives him a ticket and uh the the driver is really upset at him. He's like, "Why did you do that?" You know, he's upset that he flipped off the cop and right. got him a ticket. And uh, and and they get into this little argument. This is like in the streets of you know, late at night in the streets of uh, Los Angeles. It's all you know, guttery and terrible. And uh, and the main cholo guy, it, like they get into a scuffle, and uh, he he pushes him away from the car, like you know, he says, "Get out of here!" Like go walk home you know right and so lou diamond phillips start who's filipino by the way starts uh walking away and the guy goes he goes hey where are you going come back <laughs> what the? you just what? away leave. Makes sense. it's and like I, you're speaking a different language hope yes knowing so no I, one, what are you talking about I've I've watched I've now uh, now that I'm 75 I've watched this movie many times with other Mexicans, and uh, and I I pointed out to him like that's that's a very Mexican thing right you push somebody away and as they're walking away you say hey where are you going come back <laughs> I didn't mean it <laughs> but I but you watch it like and now everybody has to go watch it. go watch a movie because it's a great movie and look for that scene and realize that is the essential nature of Mexicans. Not okay, I really didn't know that Lou Diamond Phillips was not Hispanic at all. He's really so, Filipino? So annoying. Let's look it up. Well, he was uh, in La Bamba, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was like the quintessential yeah. Hispanic actor of the yeah. 80s, and he was That's Filipino? That's why I was really upset. Yes, I'm really upset. Um, all, you... all Mexicans see... All Mexicans know this because all Mexicans went through my character development that you idolize Lou Diamond Phillips because he was so great in both of those movies. And you wanted to be, you know, like your hero, Lou Diamond Phillips, who played these great Mexicans in these great films about great Mexicans. And then you realize when you get older and you finally get uh, Wikipedia that his father was American of Scots, Irish and Cherokee descent. <laughs> And his mother is a native of uh, the Philippines, and oh, so I mean, wow. not not even close. I mean, not not wow. any Hispanic. <sighs> Whatever. Wow. Really can't Whatever. tell the difference between us Mexicans and Asians, can we? No, not really. No. I mean, you know, uh, at least uh, genealogically, we're very similar, right? So apparently. Whatever. Yeah. 
who is the there's another there's another guy who plays mexicans all the time and he's also like scottish and uh and oh didn't you send me martin sheen not not filipino but isn't he part scottish and puerto rican you sent me that this week about the names yeah 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 um that was an article yeah so so his real name and i've always wondered this and he finally um I don't know if he'd said it before, but his real name is Ramon Antonio Gerardo Estevez. Right. And uh, he said that that he would go um, he would go uh, auditioning for roles and people would, um, you know, not choose him because of his name. So he tried to change his name and all of a sudden he got all these roles. Oh, my gosh, that is so depressing. He should have just told them he was Filipino. There you go. Yeah. Filipino and half Irish or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, let's see. He is. Let's see his. Okay, his. Okay, his father was Spanish, but not like Mexican Spanish, Spanish Spanish, which Spanish is Spanish. which is basically white. Um, yes. and then and then his mother was Irish. Yeah, yeah. So right. it's like well, that's weird. Yeah. So that's why he has two sons. One is Charlie Sheen, who stuck with the name, by Emilio Estevez, who went back with the name, and among right. those two. Who is uh, most well known? Uh, Charlie def- Sheen. Definitely Charlie Sheen, but Emilio Estevez has probably turned out the better between the two. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's not known for good stuff, but uh, but anyway. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, he took his father's stage name. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. So uh, yeah, let's see. Um, um i uh do you listen to freakonomics do you like that i haven't listened to freakonomics in a very long time i've got all podcasts out so i haven't listened to any podcast in months really oh my gosh i'm like addicted to podcasts I listen to you're all. addicted to true crime economics everything. economic I, I you know what i you know what i i really am just addicted to is good storytelling yes. and i think crime uh podcasts just naturally have like because they're about people dying and people being caught for killing them, there's just always a satisfying ending because right, unless it's an unsolved one. But no one make, but don't, they don't make those. Like they, they don't, don't. Well, they do, but they're but they're not popular and people don't listen to them because <laughs> they want an ending. They want right. to know what happened, right? And so there are some, but but uh, but they're not as popular. But anyway, um, so so I did listen to uh, to Freakonomics, I think, or was this? Planet Money. I think I was listening to Planet Money. Yeah, th- I listened to a lot of uh, of uh, economics stuff, uh, and then stuff about uh, the the you know um, the the global economy and whatever. But uh, so anyway, so they were talking about the this big debate about you know whether things are getting worse and whether things are getting better and blah blah blah. And one of the things they talked about is the middle class. And I was hoping they wouldn't do what they did, but they did it because everyone does this and it's 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 a little dishonest. So what they said is they said um the middle class is shrinking. And this is a thing that people say and when you question them you realize they don't know what they're talking about. Because here's the thing how do you define the middle class? It's not something that has a specific definition like economists can make one up, but there's no natural definition for a middle class. Where are the the guidelines for 
when you're not middle class and when you're lower class and when you're, you know, wealthy, right? Right. Um, because if you're in the lower class and you look at the middle class, you generally consider them wealthy. At least right. I did when I was uh, yeah. a little, you know, when I was super poor. But uh, but anyway, <clears throat> given one metric that the economists use, and they have a general one, um, they they say that uh, over the last 50 years the middle class has decreased by 11%. Now that's a lot. Right. So you say, okay, that, that's, it's definitely shrinking. Right. And then they but moved are, on. Are they moving up to the upper class? <laughs> so that's the thing. And, and that's the, that's a huge caveat. Yes. You know? So when I read this, I was like, ah, you really have to say where they're going, like what they're right. doing. And so, um, so I looked it up and I found the 11% figure that they were talking about. And 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 what what I found when I kept looking at at the specific measure that they were using is that's exactly what happened is that is that of that 11 percent in the middle class uh, that left the middle class, four percent went into the lower class, but seven percent. Wow, into that the is class. so dishonest that's to not share lot. that split. That's a lot. Right. Yes. So so I'm like, look, I don't. Um, you can debate whether it's worth it to have 7% of the entire, like 7% is a lot of people. There's 320 million people in America. You're talking about uh, 21, more than 21, about 22 million people. That's a lot that, that became lot. wealthy, that became wealthy, like well off, have no problems financially. They're just managing money at this point. Now, is that a good trade off to have 7% become wealthy if four percent of the middle class uh go go towards being lower class uh you know that's a debate that's a debate but ju don't simply tell me that the middle class is shrinking when more than half right. of those is becoming more wealthy yeah that's uh, super that's, dishonest yeah so anyway you know those are the kinds of things where i think it's really important to 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 know the the sorry but the nuances of, of these kinds of things uh -huh. because you get misled if you believe the wrong things right but uh but anyway so i tweeted at them but i wasn't a jerk about it the way i usually am i just said listen love the podcast lots of good stuff in it however i thought this was misleading and here's why you know not like this twitter gotcha that's going to get right. 100 retweets uh literally no one saw that <laughs> Probably not even them, but, you know. Oh, no response. That was an unsatisfying ending. That would not make a very good podcast. No, but no. Not unless I got murdered and then, you know. That's you right. Yeah. Well, you would probably be the one because you threatened me in the DMs. I didn't threaten you. I don't know why my innocuous <laughs> information that I share with you sounds so threatening. It, it does, though. Don't, don't you, like, after I send it to you, you're like, oh, yeah, that does sound like a threat. <laughs> So, so let me read this. Um, uh, yeah, I put it in the papillons. They're going to get bored because uh, because I already sent this to them. But, uh, so you sent me this thing, and uh, it was breaking. Three people have been killed within hours on the same block in this place in uh, – what's NOPD? Oh, no. It's in New oh, Orleans. NOPD. NOPD is that. There goes the police. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so you said to me, never get off the interstate near New Orleans East. I'm like, okay, well, I wasn't planning on doing that, but okay. Uh, and then you said you might get shot on the interstate too. <laughs> 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 
that does sound like you know like a mobster telling someone oh god it'd be pretty, pretty <laughs> sad if you happen to get shot on the interstate there Mexican. that does sound very threatening but i promise i only had your best interest at heart because people get shot on that stretch of interstate as well i am not the shooter that's all okay. I'm saying. But I can see how it sounds like a threat <laughs> on your wife and me trying to take over the podcast. Um, let's see. So what? where is this part, you said? It's is in it New Orleans a, East. east. It's, okay. um, is it up near that big lake, wherever that big lake is? No, well, if you go across a different bridge, you would get okay. to it. Okay, um, it. But anyway, I, I grew up in, in that general area, and it's... It has um, a very bad crime problem, and since Katrina, it's gotten much worse uh, because no. when they rebuilt parts of the city, uh-huh. basically the mayor, they they tried to just completely <laughs> dump New Orleans East. They didn't want to reopen, like, Uh-oh. police. They didn't want to reopen uh-huh. hospitals, yeah. and there is a Vietnamese population over there. We have a lot of Vietnamese people in New Orleans, actually, oh. because... Um, after the fall of Saigon, we had a Vietnamese communities come to New Orleans, and they've actually oh, wow. became shrimpers. And um, anyway, <laughs> so there's a there's a big um, population of Vietnamese, and the Vietnamese community and other local people in New Orleans East banded together basically to rebuild and revitalize the area. Wow. But the area is still very yeah. depressed. It has oh, Six good. Flags amusement park. I don't know yeah. if anybody's ever seen that as they've driven in but it got flooded in um katrina and it's still sitting there still sitting there at the amusement park anyway it's sad tale of um government failure yeah and don't get off the interstate there okay got it (laughs) what if i want uh what if i want vietnamese food with shrimp in it um i'll tell you a different place (laughs) (laughs) got it um so what so is there uh is so is there really good Vietnamese food there now? Yeah, there is good Vietnamese food, but wow. most of it's gonna be gonna be fusion food. So yeah. you'll find a lot of the like basically one of the most popular places to get a king cake now is a place that is Vietnamese owned and run. Wow. Um, and they've kind of taken the idea of a king cake and cha- and just kind of put their own kind of stamp of a you know approval on it and yeah. made it a little yeah. bit theirs and it's very popular wow. anyway cool. um yeah, yeah so well uh, i uh i kind of regret that you've told me because i can't go visit because i don't want to get shot <laughs> by a short person you could get shot here too that's not a yeah, threat that's true oh I'll definitely get shot here jeez <laughs> um it, it does seem like uh there's a lot of violence out there there lot. is in, in a lot of yeah. the major cities uh, the last two years it has just been um it it's doesn't it's not like when we had the riots and everything that happened then where you could see some kind of precipitating event that kind of sparked it it's just yeah. like this i don't know it's it's kind of like an unexplainable lawlessness <laughs> where you've got in both cities that i am very familiar with <clears throat> here in georgia and also back home in new orleans you've got i don't know if you have this problem out in california where you've got pretty much lawlessness on the streets, cars racing each other, spinning out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, 
that's happening in a lot of places. And then you've got increases in in crime and murders and random shootings yeah. in yeah, yeah. several of the interstates. Did I send you that article that showed the increase in in shootings on the interstate? And a lot of them were across the southeast. It's really bizarre. Oh, Just no, like I didn't see that. Yeah. Where people are like, well, is this like some kind of sniper situation or is it just like road rage or someone just it's just like a crime of opportunity. People are just letting off steam by shooting at other cars. It's crazy. Don't leave your house is what I'm saying. Just stay yeah. home. Yeah, no, I, every time uh, every time I find a uh, a new horrific story about monsters in the ocean attacking people, I uh, I tell you, tell you, yes, you why, do. why why do people go outside? Just stay inside. Stay why inside. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, you saw that video that I sent you of those stingrays? It was like a hundred oh, stingrays. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so bizarre. That uh, that really was beautiful, but terrifying. It was beautiful <laughs> and terrifying. It was like it had to have been at least a hundred. The tweet said it was a hundred stingrays. I have no way, way of knowing how many it was, but it was like a huge school of fish, but not. Yeah. It was stingrays. Yeah. They were swimming really close to the shore, and so there were people there. And it was weird how they would just approach a person, and then they almost looked like a big, long snake, like snaking themselves around the people. Yeah, they were definitely avoiding them. I mean, they weren't, like, aggressive or anything. No. You could see that turning really bad. Yes. That was, yeah, and the people saw them, and they would just kind of step out of their way. (laughs) It's like, oh, my gosh. Wow. So so I think – so there's more of these things now because we have uh, drones everywhere. Yeah. And so people are taking all this video of, of places. And uh, there is uh, there's one um, there's one of uh, of the beaches. I think it's in California, but I'm not I, I'm not sure where they they're, they're finding that the great white sharks are everywhere and they're hanging out all the time and oh. they're not nagging people, but they're very, very close to people. So the, this <laughs> terrifying things have been happening all along, and we just didn't know. That's no, me? it's just no? that we we like had we known how close they were, we would have. That's what I'm saying. Hey, we would have freaked but, out. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah, there's definitely terrifying things, but but yeah, they're not they're not doing anything. I guess just on occasion, one of them has mental illness and attacks <laughs> some surfer, and you know, uh, and and yeah, it's pretty terrible. But um, anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Horrible, horrible. Stay out of um, the ocean. Stay home. Stay off just, the interstate. Just stay inside. Just stay what's inside. the point of going outside? Don't go Why out. There's terrible leave? things out there. Why? You, you can even get Pope Yes delivered to your house. That's you don't right. have to leave. Stay inside. Retweet Super Mexican. That's and right. Enjoy your life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, these uh, these people with their dumb conspiracy theories drive me crazy. And uh, Eric's, Eric Erickson. Oh, I wrote that one down, too. Are you yeah. going to explain that? That made me super happy. He, uh, yeah, man, he went. He just really went into the statistics, and he and he was saying some stuff that I never haven't even found. It was really really good, so I reposted it. And um, but uh, so there's happy happiness, and then de- crushing depress depressing <laughs> here. But but anyway, so yeah, so he went on, and what he addressed was um, um, this idea that. Uh, that uh, somebody is destroying um, food production uh, places in America because they want us all to starve, and that's it's probably the government, and it's definitely you know Kamala Harris, and uh, and it's this big <laughs> it's this big conspiracy theory, and uh, and that's how they're going to control us by destroying the the food and causing some food shortages. Now you know here's the problem is all of these things 
conspiracy theories are easily swallowed by the gullible because there's always some element of truth there. And in this case, we ha- there have been warnings that there will be food sh- shortages because so much of our uh, grain comes from U- the Ukraine. And OK, this is the crazy thing, right? A lot of our grain comes from two places. Guess what those two places are? The Ukraine and Russia. Russia. <laughs> those people are at war. So not a good. Not a good. <laughs> but but what's happening is uh, is uh, um, their flour is now. High. In fact, um, in fact, uh, my household, for some unknown reason, buys flour uh, just on its own. And uh, and the price has doubled in the last uh, year. Wow months and it's like whatever flour is super cheap it was like five bucks a, a five pound bag and now it's 10 bucks like who cares yeah, but know? that's but an insane increase it's an insane increase right right so here's what happens is there's no shortage here because we're so wealthy we can afford the flour but what happens in third world countries they're screwed they, and so in africa in latin america a lot of the because they're not going to be able to afford the increase you know there are going to be food shortages there but not here. Things are going to be fine generally here. But uh, but anyway, so so but he more expensive. Through, <laughs> just more expensive, yeah. And so he goes through and and he just shows how you know some of the the, the I saw a list a little while ago. And I was like, look, I don't want to I don't want to deny these offhand because that's just as irresponsible as accepting it, you know, without yeah. without thinking so i always look into it a little bit and so there's a list somebody posted a while or uh, people that's been making the rounds and it's supposed supposedly 19 food processing plants yes. in the last year that have been burnt or attacked or blah 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 and then you know there's one where a plane crashes into them and it's like wow and how much is that how often does that yeah and that's kind of weird but um that i thought it was funny because uh People share these things without actually looking at them, you know. So I looked at it, and one of them was like, I swear, one of them was like a beef jerky processing plant. And I'm like, I'm like, guys, we're not going to starve because there's a shortage of beef jerky. I mean, some of you out there might, but I haven't had beef jerky in like freaking three years. Like, I mean, you know. You're too busy choking on that. <laughs> That's right. They just don't go well. So, uh, so anyway, uh, a little ridiculous, but I'm like, I don't know, you know, if there if there really was uh, some concerted effort to uh, to drive food prices up, I could I, I guess I could kind of see it. And Eric Erickson just just like went through the numbers like he's like, do you know how many food processing plants there are in America? I mean, it's tens of thousands. I mean, right. it's so, of course, you know, uh, some of them are going to have some accidents like that's just that's just average. And so and, and that's the thing is when you see these things without context, then you know that there's a, a reasonable chance that it's being that that it's being exaggerated because if someone tells you 19 food processing plants have been torched or destroyed in the last year, but they don't tell you how often that happens the year before or the year before, right. on, on average, for every 10 years, you have no context. So how do you know that that's a big deal or not? Right. You don't, right? So this was another one. I think the, <clears throat> I'm not sure if this happened before the Eric Erickson thing or not, but but uh, somebody posted this thing. Um, in case you're not. Oh, God, they keep saying this. It's like. It's it's like zombies just repeating this stupid crap. In case you're not paying attention, I'll help you out. So he shows a picture of a far of a of an egg farm that went up in flames. He's like, this is one of the largest egg farms in the country, mysteriously torched. 
that's food factory number 19 in 2022 so somebody uh else said this is uh this is like millions of eggs no no longer being processed and i mean that sounds disconcerting that sounds like a problem right. especially since we were just told a few months back that there's going to be an egg shortage for whatever reason i forget why yeah i, think I wanted to ask about be. that because it is getting harder to find eggs yes there is an egg shortage and i think it's chicken feed i'm not sure i forget but okay. there's there is there actually is an egg shortage and i'm sure this isn't going to help right if this right. is true this egg farm so i looked it up the this egg uh poultry place produces about three million eggs per day that's less than one percent of what americans consume uh on a daily basis so it, you know like that's a problem that's not right. a good thing but it's just not panic time uh, on this kind of stuff and if and so i posted that and i was like look this is just not what you're making it out to be and somebody is upset at me because they say, uh, oh, don't you care that people are paying more for eggs? I'm like, I didn't, that's, I didn't that's say that. I said. But that's how it works. That's how the conspiracy uh. works. If you, if you disagree with their com conspiracy, then you don't care that people are paying more for eggs. But that There's has to be some to kind do. of space in the middle where you recognize that what's happening is happening because of lots of decisions that were made right. that are affecting people. But yeah, then yeah. not blame it on some yeah. Yeah. imaginary exactly. cause. Right. Like yeah. the oh, real God. causes are bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, you know what? Imaginary you, ones. You can't even see this interaction that I had. I was just looking at it because the the doofus uh, protected his tweets because oh. you know, it was just like it doesn't make sense. So anyway, the thing Eric Erickson uh, posted was really good. I reposted it, and you, you can find it pretty easily. And it's just you know. I guess what's depressing to me is that is that people go to conspiracy theories because they they don't want to face reality. They'd rather believe that there's some nefarious force out right. there that they can be passionately about defeating and pick up their musket against this uh, injustice. When you know sometimes just bad stuff happens right. and uh, we have to deal with it. Like he also that. went in, in that video into the herds dying from um, yes. heat and everything. And I yeah. did not know that. I know, I know that, you know, taking care of and raising animals is not for the faint of heart, but I did not realize that. And I can see how people would be able to take these animals dying and twist it into some kind of nefarious people are killing herds of cattle. <laughs> Yeah, but he went into to talking about how that's actually a pretty natural occurrence, especially you know when it gets extremely hot, animals yes. not being able to survive. Right. I didn't. Right. I didn't know that. I felt. Yeah. Uh, so he said. Yeah. So so first of all, there was just a, a blatant exaggeration that um, I guess the. There was this one incident. This rancher reported that uh, 2,000 of his cattle had died because of heat stroke, and somewhere someone exaggerated to 10,000. So now it's like 10,000. Like that's so many that you can't you can't even conceive that that would ever happen, right? Um, yeah, this guy says 10,000 head of cattle just don't drop dead of heat. It's maybe Bill Gates has an answer since he's the biggest oh, farmer geez. in America. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's always Bill I Gates. Want, I just want to blow my brains out. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, so anyway, he he pointed out just how many um, cattle die every year from uh, from excess heat, and it's a lot. It's thousands, it's a lot. thousands. So, yeah. So it's not like crazy. Like this happens a lot. It's just that 
you know, we're so ignorant about what happens around us right. that it's very easy to make a conspiracy theory out of everything yes. because you don't, you know, not all of us are, are cow farmers. So no. I didn't <laughs> uh, and it's weird because my dad used to be like he would uh, take care of, of cattle uh, when he wow. was younger. So but like we're so far away from our food production that we freak yeah. out about what happens and we make everything in the conspiracy theory now look there's definitely bad things going on i think most things are just democrats making very bad decisions because yeah. they're terrible at, at uh at actually running the government but you know to prove that they're doing this on purpose and it's nefarious you know whatever you, you have to have more evidence than just right. bad things happen because we it really just shows our our um uh kind of like uh entitlement that we like in it, we believe that no bad things ever happen. So when bad things happen, it's like, Oh, it's gotta be the Democrats planning this. Like, wow. Is that how comfortable we are? It is. It is. That's how we are. I do want to know where my eggs are though. And um, not to make you uncomfortable, but where are all the tampons and um, (laughs) baby food? Jeez. Go ask (laughs) Bill Gates. Bill Gates hoarding the tampons. (laughs) (laughs) Who has the tampons? (laughs) Same people that bought all of the toilet paper, apparently. It's weird. You know, you can make one out. No, I'm not going to say Oh, that. no. <laughs> Try to make me uncomfortable. I'm going <laughs> to shove those almonds right back in your face. I I changed my mind. You should definitely go visit my old neighborhood. <laughs> it's very safe. Very I'll send you to a nice Vietnamese restaurant. <laughs> really gotta right. see it right yeah i'll probably uh, i'll probably make it safe and sound and then choke on some almonds at the <laughs> dead all right well uh we survived another podcast apparently yeah. looks like it um this sucks i got some stuff for matt but he's not around there's this great maybe you could find it there's this great video about a guy who's like answering geography questions oh that's right up his alley boss in geography it's pretty good but we'll have to wait until maybe uh, we can get him to do an extra oh uh, yeah 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 we definitely yeah we got to do that so uh so yeah all right well go out there and uh and avoid uh heat stroke and uh, don't go outside don't go near sharks or uh, mantras mantras stingrays (laughs) stingrays it's a manatee and a mantra those are not the same how little I know about <laughs> about the ocean. Why? Because I don't go there. Why? Why would you go? Don't go there. <laughs> don't go, go there. To the desert. There's no water there. There's no sharks. Don't. No. Nope. All right. Where where will you be ass cleaning yourself? You can you can find me at Jessica Headings the ass cleaning myself at home where you all should be at your houses. Yeah. Don't go outside. Oh uh, man, I had something, but I think I erased it. Oh, you can find me at knowing no on knowing no knowing no on. <laughs> No, we know. On. Thank you for having me.